It's time for Game On Hockey with Travis Dunn and Scott Taylor on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Near side, Reese Gaber shoots, scores! Talking all things from the blue line to the red line. A breakaway for Kaprizov. He's in. He shoots, he scores! And beyond. Sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. yeah. Now here are your hosts, Travis Dunn and Scott Taylor. Never let it be said that we wouldn't take on a challenge. And here we are from Manila's Law Firm Studio North, situated in the press box at the Ralph Engelstead Arena. Thank you for joining us. This is Game on Hockey. Scott, we try everything. We do everything. We're not afraid to step over the edge, are we? But sometimes it's a little scary. Um, it would probably be in your best interest not to step over the edge tonight. <laughs> yeah. It was in that press box last week. It is a long drop to the first set of st- seats. Do not take that step, my friend. Absolutely. It was a nice trip up today. The weather was fantastic as we, as I drove up from Moorhead. And uh, Tim Hennessy is situated over to my left, where I'll be sliding over after our show. Great show today. I'm excited to introduce who we're going to be having as guests. Uh, Mark Chipman, CEO of True North Entertainment, the owners of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, he joins us. And, of course, Hockey Hall of Famer, Ed Belfort, a special friend of yours. Oh, it's great to have them both on. I, I'm I'm personally surprised that you were able to get our friend Mark Chipman on. I'm, I, I owe you. Um, we tried for a year and, and things didn't happen, but now that uh, the border is open, um, yep. fans in North Dakota and Minnesota can quite easily um, come up to Winnipeg and watch national hockey league action. Um, it's a little closer depending where you are, of course, but a little closer than, than uh, the XL energy center. And um, certainly the Minnesota wild will be in here twice this year. And there'll be lots of great hockey starting Next Friday night, um, I don't know. I don't know what our future has for which days we're going. Are we going to stick with Thursday? Are we going to start yeah, doing Fridays? We're going to we're going to go back to Thursday and do a special edition once a month. So this is a special edition opening night here at the Ralph Engelstead Arena. Next week you'll be in the Winnipeg or not the Winnipeg Arena, but where the Winnipeg Jets play their home games, whatever that name is. And uh, so it makes it easier for you not to do it on the Friday as well. But th- next Thursday back at a 5.30 uh, regular time from the Nillis Law Firm studio. And uh, you know what? The Nillis Law Firm established in the early 1900s. The Nillis Law Firm provides legal services in more than 10 areas of practice, including business and corporate law, estate planning, wills and trusts, probate, commercial litigation, adoption services, as well as real estate. The division of Nillis Law Firm is Northern Title, which provides complete closing and escrow services along with title insurance, policies for all types of real estate transactions in North Dakota and Minnesota, Call Nellis Law Firm at 701-237-5544 or look them up on the World Wide Web at nillislaw.com. And I, this is a personal joke between Scott and myself. Scott, I wrote that one myself. Um, I know we talked about one of the other ones. <laughs> but yeah, I, you were here last week in the, in the Ralph Engelstead Arena uh, exhibition game against the University of Manitoba. Your thoughts on getting a chance to see Reese Gaber finally play in person after a very long wait. Um, yeah, he was pretty exciting. He, he skates extremely well, and he's always around the puck. Um, it was nothing that I didn't expect from everything that I had heard and from the, the few TV games I had seen. Um, I had a great conversation with Mike Sorant this week, the uh, head coach of the, the University of Manitoba Bisons, who were beaten 5-1 um, last Friday night uh, in a game that UND just completely dominated. And it was interesting to get Mike's perspective of what happened we sat in the press box and and the time we talked between the second and third periods the shots were 27 to 6 I think 
27-5. When they finished 31-9, um, it, the third period, UND had a lot of penalties, and third period was kind of choppy, and, and Manitoba's defense picked up. It ended 5-1. It was 5-1 after two, and it was 5-1 after two with Brett Murphy in goal, who was – that was one of the greatest goaltending performances I have seen in a long time, especially from a, um, a, a U-sport goaltender. That was remarkable. And this is a kid who came out of Winnipeg – really couldn't make it in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League, played in the um, Superior International Hockey League in Dryden, and then went to the U of M. And now it looks like he's he's going to be rock solid for Sorrent. But the interesting part of Sorrent's comment regarding UND was, I thought our team played extremely well. It is a shock for us to have a team that is that fast and is on the puck on you with more than one man as quickly as they are. Oh. Our guys couldn't handle the puck at all. They had to take it and get rid of it. And for me, that taught my guys a lot of things really quickly. The Western Hockey League doesn't even get on the puck as fast as the UND Fighting Hawks got on it last week. And he said, I needed that. My team needed that. We all needed it. And we got better as the game went on. It was 5-1 after two, finished 5-1. The only thing he said he was disappointed in was with all the power play opportunities they had in the third period if he'd been able to score a couple of goals to make the score look a little closer. Right. right. But all in all, he was pleased with the experience and can't wait to do it again next year. Well, I tell you what, and you talk about learning experiences in the game of hockey, and that's what, that's what the exhibition game's for, and the learning experience that Brad Berry got with his lineup as well, as I reach over onto the other side of the desk over here where I'll be doing color analysis here in a little bit. A couple of guys aren't in the lineup tonight, and it's a, it's a dogfight to get into this UND Fighting Hawks lineup on a weekly basis. Uh, the starting lineup tonight will be Matteo Constantini, Jake Schmaltz, and Reese Gaber on the on the first line. Gavin Hain, Louis Jamernick, and Mark Sendon, second line. Jackson Blake, third line, along with Owen McLaughlin and Judd Caulfield, and Dylan James, Ben Strinden, starting at center, number 21, and Griffin Ness, uh, the forward lines. Defensively, uh, they're set up pretty well with uh, Tyler Clevin, Ethan Frisch, Chris Jandrick, Brent Johnson, Cooper Moore, and Ty Farmer, the transfer from Union. He's in it. I believe Drew DeRitter will be starting tonight, but we're going to see three or four different players in the lineup tomorrow night because of that competition. And that only makes this hockey team more intriguing because of the depth they have. Did Ness earn his spot with his play last week? Because he was tremendous. Yeah, he really was actually. Uh, what, what I, see he a fourth, I see he's a fourth liner, so he must have been a kid who yep. slips in every now and again yep. because he was one of the best players in the ice against the U of M. And, and He's obviously been rewarded for the way he played last week. And I think what we're going to be, and I know there's a lot of people driving up from Fargo. We thank you for joining us on Game On with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn and the Mighty 790 KFGO and 104.7 FM. You're going to be introduced to a, a lineup of uh, new players. You're going to be introduced to players that uh, are going to make a big impact. But the depth of this hockey team, I think, is going to be the difference. Union, if they score three goals, they tend to win, which tells me they don't score a lot of goals. So defensive play is what's going to be the difference. UND, I think, is a very good defensive team, but I think the four lines of offense are going to be a big difference for this in this game this evening. Uh, Gaber's got to do his job. Yeah. Um, big stars do big things in, in important games, and your season opener, your um, regular NCAA Division One season opener is a big game. I, I watched a baseball game this afternoon. Actually, started in the morning. It, yeah, was, it, it, it was Cleveland. Um, <laughs> a very, very good Tampa team. Cleveland wins it 2-1 because... Shane Bieber, their ace pitcher, was an ace pitcher. Ahmed Rosario, one of their best 
for average hitters, got the big single late in the game. Jose Ramirez, their power hitter, hit the home run to win the game. Um, and then Emmanuel Classe, their closer, their all-star closer, closed it out beautifully at the end. And that's how you win big games. Your big players come up big when it matters. Playoff baseball, season opener in hockey, the big guys have got to get the job done tonight. And the big guys are the big horses like at UND. Like I said, Reese Gaber obviously going to be expected to be, have a great season, but I think there's a great supporting cast around him, which takes the pressure off him as well, making his job a lot easier. Would you agree? Yeah, and the player I really liked a lot last week was Tyler Clevin. I think he's a dandy hockey player. He does yeah, so many things so well. And he's, he's added yeah. talent. He was great to watch. That goal he scored when he roofed it on that that poor youngster. <laughs> from I, I, I can't explain what goals feel like because I never scored one. But that being said, <laughs> a man that teaches his team to score goals, and I'll let you carry the weight, Rick McConnell, U17 coach, Pilot Mount Hockey Academy. His season started last weekend. He's excited to share what happened. Uh, he has every reason to be excited. Hi, Rick. How are you? Um, after a difficult start, I see you've won two in a row, and your team's playing pretty well. Yeah, we 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 started out tough. We went down and played UNT, eighteen-year-old traveling team. They're all quite a bit older, but just kind of what Sarat was saying was kind of the same for me. We, my kids, got a taste of prep hockey and the speed, and it, it was a good eye opener. And we kind of took that as a learning experience. I knew going in what we were up against because we've done it before, but it didn't hurt. And we built off that. And uh, last weekend, our first three playoff games, our first one we got off, we struggled our first one getting off the bus. There's lots for these kids to learn. Uh, you know, they've come from their own team, the travel, uh, some of travel, but the distance we're traveling and this and that. But anyways, I, I thought after the first game, our, our game two and game three, the, the kids really played well. And, um, we learned a lot over, over, over two, over the three game weekend. And I learned a lot about my club too. So um, it was a, it was a good weekend. I, I'm quite pleased. Uh, I think I got a little stronger team than I had last year. So things are looking, looking good. Another U17 championship coming this year. Oh, we always strive for that. Uh, I, I don't play to lose, but uh, we'll see what we can do. We'll take, we, we, we'll take it game by game here. And uh, like I said, we're, we're a young club this this year too so we have a lot to learn it's these kids coming in the, the prep level it, it, I don't think they realize again until they get here and see the actual level of play of some of these teams that how good it is and how quick it is but that's what it's all about and Ernie and myself will work hard to to get our kids as and develop them as as much as we can are you working with the U18 club are they sending guys down to you and you sending guys up to them is is, is that part of the deal or is it the U-17s play as U-17s and the U-18s play as U-18s. For the most part, we play as our own team. We can AP up and down. I, I had a couple of kids play the first game as, as our U-18s were short. But overall, the, the amount we play, Scott, <laughs> every weekend, we really don't have a lot of free time to move up. But we are we can do that. And as the season goes on, we um, my kids can go up. The U-18s can't come down to me. But um, and I can also use the U-15s to my club. So we, we can work hand in hand, yes. Um, so how was your recruiting year? Are you pleased with the players you brought in? Yes, for the most part, you know, it was a struggle again. Um, but overall, I, I really like the attitude of my club, and that's very important for me, bringing kids in that want to be here, work hard, willing to learn. So uh, I, I am quite quite pleased so far. Again, we're, uh, I brought seven back from last year, three from the U15s and four of my own. And um, the new kids we brought in, we – we worked hard to try and bring in character kids that really wanted to be here and, and want to become hockey players. So yes, I'm, I'm 
I'm pleased. Like I said, we got lots of work to do, but that's that's every year when you come to academy, bringing kids in from all over. That's that's just part of the part of the game plan. A quick synopsis: How many games a year do you play? Someone down here in the United States looking for a place to go and play good quality hockey, get lots of good ice time. What's your regular season look like? Uh, sixty-five to seventy games every year. Uh, traveling from Manitoba to BC, down to Dallas, Detroit. So, so, and then on the ice every day. So, it's it's a great opportunity for exposure and development. That's Pilot Mountain Hockey Academy. Look it up: www.pilotmountainhockeyacademy.com. Rick McConnell, thanks for joining us today. We got a busy show. I'm here from the Ralph. The ambiance of the music in the background. I can turn my camera around here, by the way. We're on YouTube Live, and so you can get a chance to look at UND's hockey rink. A little, little nicer than most of us ever grew up playing in. Uh, but Rick McConnell, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again shortly. Hey, thanks, guys. You thanks, it. Rick. Have a great week. Well, yeah, we're gonna, talk to you. you are listening to Game on Hockey on the Mighty 790 KFJ. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the CEO of True North Entertainment joins us. He's Mark Chipman. You're listening to Game On with Scott Taylor and Travis Dunn. We'll be back after this break. From the Nellis Law Firm studio, situated in the Ralph Engelstead Arena in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Thank you very much for joining us for Game On Hockey. Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn. Sitting, I get to sit here. Scott's at a different, he's in Studio North in Winnipeg. I'm in Studio South, and which is still north of Fargo, but uh, Nellis Law Firm studio. If you're on YouTube, you can uh, see me panning with my uh, my Apple computer showing you the great sights of this Ralph Inglesett Arena. So thank you very much for joining us. If you're driving up from Fargo, appreciate you listening. A pregame show for UND Hockey starts at 6.30 with Tim Hennessy on the call of that. And then I'll be joining him for the for the color analysis of the University of North Dakota against Holy Cross. So a busy night tonight. Scott, this segment brought to us by, brought to you by Jarrell's. So you go ahead and fire your Jarrell's commercial and then Mark Chipman will come on board. Jarrell's Hockey World, my friend, Travis. Great job. In business for 50 years in the 2021 U.S. Bauer Retailer of the Year. And it's right here in our backyard. You have access to experts who will outfit you in what you need to have to succeed on the ice. Because hockey is what they do. As a Bauer Game Fit dealer, it allows Jarrells to scan your head, feet, and shooting style to ensure the best performance. Wherever you're hearing this message, remember that Jarrells has a good stock of CCM and Warrior sticks, bags, and equipment, plus true skates and sticks, true right here in Winnipeg, and introducing new for this season goalie equipment sticks, including Vaughn goal equipment that can be ordered in custom colors. And Jarrells has Winwell off-ice training items as well. And don't forget, Jarrells has the best in referee jerseys and gear, as well as figure skating equipment. Jarrells Hockey World has it all, and the service department will ensure that your gear is tuned up and ready to go. Believe me, if TJ she trusts Jarrells for his equipment, we're pretty sure you can too. Jarrell's Hockey World, 1004 South Washington Street in Grand Forks. Call 701-775-0553 or at them at Jarrell's Hockey. Travis. Go right ahead and take on Mr. Mark Chipman. Thank you very much for joining us, Mark, the CEO of True North Entertainment. Well, we got a lot of good news recently, Mark. Uh, the border is an easier place to get across. So fans of the Winnipeg Jets and the National Hockey League can get to Winnipeg after well, it's been a challenging two and a half years, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you that, uh, you know, the business of uh, professional hockey is uh, not optimal uh, during a global pandemic. Um, it, uh, was, it's been a very, very difficult couple of years for the whole industry. Uh, we were no exception. And um, so we, we feel like it's behind us, uh, Travis. 
and um, and uh, we can get back to you know the the type of energy that we enjoyed before that uh, we got that call on whatever it was March twelfth uh, a couple of years ago. I want to ask you what your first thought was when you got that call, but before that, I just I I, I want to start with some good news. I went to the states last week. It was easy to get down, even easier to come back. Fans down there who are hockey fans now have an opportunity to come up and see the Winnipeg Jets play because there is no more excuse at the border. It's as the same as it was before you got that call on March 12, 2020. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that um, for a number of reasons. You know, I, I, we've got family in North Dakota and, and we're, we're, in fact, I've got a, uh, I've got some here right now. And so uh, we travel back and forth lots and it's been uh been really challenging not being able to do that uh, over the past couple of years. So I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that it's uh, it's open again. And um, and hopefully, you know, those who want to see some some NHL hockey uh, can take advantage of that and and uh, come and catch a game. There's a lot of people who may not know this, but you used to catch footballs at the University of North Dakota. How would you like to be playing football today? Well, I would say I caught a lot of balls in practice. For starters, um, you know, I uh, had an underwhelming uh, career at, at the University of North Dakota, but it was probably the best decision I ever made. Uh, in fact, it was because for no other reason, that's where I met my wife. Um, but I can't imagine, you know, I had the privilege of being on the field with them um, a couple of years ago as an honorary captain. And uh, wow, like I, uh, I just couldn't get over how, how, how big and fast that game is played now. As we were saying a moment ago, to be able to play Nebraska uh, was inconceivable when I was there. And so that's a great program that they've, they've developed, um, you know, and, and what they've done down at SU is, is just been remarkable. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy that they're playing each other again um, because to be a part of that game and, and be a part of that experience is just, like nothing else I've ever experienced. And it was, it was unfortunate that there was a break, but I'm really glad the, those two fine schools are playing each other again. Well, when you talk about size and strength, you're looking at the NHL season about to begin its regular season. Uh, updates on the Winnipeg Jets, its lineup, uh, its new coach, Rick Bonus, the, the different energy that he has brought to this, uh, to your, to your team. Well, you know what, Travis, the lineup isn't very different. And, uh, and I think that's a good thing because, um, you know, we, we think we've got a good team here and, you know, they're actually picking this, this lineup last year to maybe make a, the full run. And uh, I think that was because we had, you know, four years in a row, uh, been a playoff team and, and been on the cusp a couple of those years. And, and so um, I, I think, Kevin Cheveldayoff and and his crew have done a really good job over the past eleven years of of building this team. Um, we we absolutely uh, you know lost our way last year and and uh, for an, any number of reasons. But I think the core of this team is still um, very strong and and very committed to one another. And Rick's just brought a different you know a different style of play um, and, and that I think people will notice and and and. Uh, and I'm excited about that. And he's brought, you know, uh, he's just brought a, I don't think the man's ever had a bad day. Like he just brings such a positive perspective to everything and it's infectious. And, uh, and, you know, I, we're very fortunate, I think, to have him. He's got 
you know, he's got so many years of experience and knows how to relate to players. So um, I'm optimistic, you know, that we should have, we should, we, we need to get off to a good start, but I think we're going to be fine. I, I've had plenty of opportunity to talk to, to Rick since he, since he came to town. And, and, um, we go back 30 years. Uh, he, you're right when he, when there's no boy, nobody more optimistic than your bonuses. He told me a little story that he and his wife were um, having a nice evening together in Halifax and um, uh, reminiscing and talking about what a great run it had been being a head coach in the National Hockey League. And they went to bed, and the next morning the phone rings, and um, Kevin Cheveldayoff is uh, asking to come to Winnipeg. Tell us that story about why you decided on Rick Bonus. What's the story around that? Because I'm telling people that it was the best hire you could have made. Well, I, I'm – Glad you see it that way, Scott. I, I, I agree. I mean, you know, we, we'd had the same coach uh, in Paul Maurice for better part of eight seasons. And, uh, you know, he had, he had taken us from being uh, a non-playoff team to a consistent playoff team. So there, you know, um, there was a, there was a deep respect for what he had done. Um, his, sudden departure last year, um, I'm going to say, you know, what, kind of caught us off guard and I just don't think we were able to to respond to it um, as an organization as much or as well as we would have liked to have so I guess the point is I think Kevin wanted to make sure that he he really took his time in in finding the replacement and he did that he interviewed a lot of very good candidates um, I think um you know, including Scott Arneal, who ended up being our associate coach, who, who, you know, I'm told interviewed very, very well. But I, I think maybe, you know, um, there were a lot of things that were really appealing about Rick. It was interesting that, you know, when they when they asked him who he was thinking about for staff, he, he first name he mentioned was Scott. And and uh, conversely, when when they asked Scott that question, the first name he mentioned was Rick, you know, like they go back and, and have a lot of respect for one another. And they, they bring different elements uh, to our, to our group. Um, and Scott's matured uh, as a coach, you know, he, he coached for us years ago and he's, he's a real solid bona fide NHL coach. And I think the two of them together was really appealing. Um, you know, that they, he, he, we knew we had two really solid um, candidates and, and, uh, and the two of them together just seemed to make a lot of sense. I think Rick's experience and his, you know, um, it was really appealing. I think, you know, not to get too technical, but I think, you know, Rick's style of play is, is going to be more defensive oriented. It's going to be a, you know, um, it, it won't be, it's not going to be boring. You know, it, it activates our defense, but it's, it's really a defense first um, mentality. And, Scott, you watch us enough. We got enough offense on this team. Uh, we really do. Um, you know, we, I think we match up pretty much with anybody offensively uh, in our top six and now our top nine, arguably. And and so I think if we can, if, if Rick can bring that structure that he's known for that defensive structure uh, to us and, and we can maintain our offensive output, we should, we should find ourselves back in the playoffs. Well, I think we saw hockey. that the other. Oh. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Travis. I think we saw that the other night yep. when 
there was a defense first element in that game against Calgary. And yeah, yeah, I get it. It was a preseason game, blah, blah, blah. But the reality was, is Calgary brought a pretty good hockey team to Winnipeg. That wasn't a minor league team. The Jets had a pretty good team on the ice without Dubois Wheeler. Um, they played nose to nose for the whole game. And in the end, it was five, nothing. And it was five, nothing because Ehlers and Shifley and Connor controlled the offensive movement of the puck and defensively the guys who are supposed to be good Morrissey and Pionk were very very good I think that's the kind of game that that fans grew to love two years ago and are expecting back this year yeah I think that's right um and you know I think I was really pleased to see how well uh our new backup goaltender played I thought uh, uh Riddick was really really solid made the saves when he needed to I mean, Calgary has a good club. That was that's a good team, and they're, they're you know they're a playoff team for good reason. Um, I I just I liked our penalty kill. I, I thought we won the we won the specialty team battle, right? We went we scored twice on the power play, and I thought our kill was really good. We didn't give up any, and and, and there you know that that that's what Arnie brings uh, to the table. He he's ran the PK in Washington um, the past few years, and it's been amongst the best in the league, and so. You know, I could, I could. You, when you watch the game enough, you can see those those details, and um, it was, you know, it was evident to me the other night. Albeit an exhibition game, our our PK was really good, and our power play was really good. That's the voice of Mark Chipman, CEO of True North Entertainment, the owners of the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, we are broadcasting from the Ralph Engelstad Arena press box, or what I call the Nillis Law Firm press box. And Scott is in Studio North in Winnipeg, along with, uh, well, Mark, somewhere located in Winnipeg at this point. But this is Game on Hockey, 104.7 in the mighty 790 KFGO. Just for a little ambiance here, I turn my camera. There's Tim Hennessy. He's getting ready to, to make there a call. His 40, I think, 500th season of doing UND Fighting Hawks hockey. But uh, he's been doing it for a long time. Mark, there's more than just the Winnipeg Jets opportunities for people to come up to Winnipeg and watch hockey. Of course, there's the Manitoba Moose which is an important part of that development process of players as well. Uh, talk about the, uh, well, the Jordan Kawaguchi's of the world from UND that come up and play and a regular lineup of UND players from all over the American Hockey League that show up in Winnipeg. Talk about your Moose product and then ticket availabilities as well. And how do people uh, find out more and uh, potentially poten uh, head north to Winnipeg to watch the Moose play? Um, I mean, the Moose are, are a vital component of what we do and uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that's the case for most NHL teams. Like you can't, uh, it's, you don't build teams through free agency anymore. Uh, I don't think you can point to an example of that. Uh, you know, you look at all the, all those, that, that, that team that won the Stanley Cup last year, those, those kids were all drafted by, by Joe Sackick. It's, it, it, it's a draft and develop league. You can spot in with some, some free agency from time to time, but you can't build your team that way. And, and we can't, uh, you know, we wouldn't be able to compete. Uh, we're the smallest market in the league. So that doesn't make any sense. So the moose are a really important part of, of our whole, uh, you know, our whole structure. And you, you try and strike a balance every year between development and winning. You know, it, it, I've always held that winning helps development. We were a, a farm team for the Vancouver Canucks, Canucks for 10 years. And, you know, we, we would augment uh, that team with veteran players because we thought it was better for their younger players to to be winning. And so, um, you know, now that we 
we are our own farm team. We take a slightly different view of that. You know, we're, we're, it's there's probably more of a premium on seeing young players develop and getting the ice time in those key situations to, to, to become NHL players. But um, we had a really good team last year in the American league. Um, and, and, and it'll be every bit as good this year. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, we've had lots of UND kids come through that program and, and, and had important roles on our team over the past few years. And so it'll be good. Um, it, it, I don't miss those games. Honestly, I like, I find them to me often, you know, every bit as much fun to watch, maybe not quite as skilled, but the energy level almost makes up for that, um, you know, on some nights. So, yeah, I mean, we've got, we got our, uh, Travis, we, we put, got our, 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 our ticket group together and, and, you know, they, they've put a, a plan on our website. It's sort of a welcome back to Canada for those who are interested. Um, they've got some pricing for, uh, for some folks down there. If they want to come up and watch a game, I think it's, well, there's a purple, just like 149 bucks Canadian, which is about, I don't know, 30 bucks us right now. <laughs> last time I looked. Dollar um, forty one, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it stings. That stings. But um, yeah, I mean, we would, you know, we we uh, we would love to see some folks come up uh, to either. Uh, you just go on our website, the Jets or or Moose websites, and you'll see those offers. And um, it uh, we we're we're fortunate. We got you know we really do have a good number and growing number of fans uh, in North Dakota, which uh, which we're very proud of. So we would uh, love to see more of them up here soon. Their way, Scott. Oh, thanks, Travis. We're still on. I thought we were yeah. having a break. Oh, wait, so, look, yeah. One more, one more question. We'll take a break. I'm not paying enough attention. <laughs> well, we're talking about North Dakota fans. We're talking about people coming up from from um, Minnesota, North Dakota, to to watch the Jets and the Moose. There is another component of True North Sports and Entertainment, which is the entertainment end. And there are a lot of things going on in your building that aren't hockey. Uh, John Mulaney's coming up. Can't yeah. wait. Um, tell people more about what they can expect if they look on your website to look for entertainment. Well, I mean, uh, if you can get here by eight o'clock, you can see Michael Bublé. Uh, that's why. That's why my sister. Tickets left, are there? That, that's why my sister-in-law from Bismarck is uh, is here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the concert industry is coming back. Uh, we've had some good shows. Uh, you know. Um, we, we just had a great Eagles show a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and, and so those shows are starting to come online. You know, that's the nice thing about um, the, this market. We've always been able to attract those, those premium shows and, and Kevin Donnelly, who does that for us, been with us since the beginning and does a wonderful job. So, yeah, I mean, you can keep, keep your eye on the true North website. There's, you know, if it's touring, if it's a North American tour, it's pretty much coming through here. Um, so yeah, again, and we do get lots of folks from northern, northern Minnesota and North Dakota coming up to, to those shows that may not play at the Ralph or may not play at the Alaris or, you know, maybe they don't, people want to drive all the way to Mini. Um, you know, I got, I got a really close friend in, in, well, you would know, uh, uh, Izzy Marvin, uh, Travis in, in, yep. in world and, and they come up lots and, and their friends come up. And so, yeah, I mean, lot, I'm, lots going on and lots more to come, I think. I think things are coming back online. 
Well, you're welcome. Anytime to join us on a show, give us a heads up on what's going on in the world. We're, we're happy to promote the Winnipeg Jets, the Manitoba Moose, and True North. Uh, Mark, really a pleasure having you join us today. And, you know, it's, it, I can say a Hockey Hall of Famer is following you. And that's, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's a pretty good lineup we're running here in this show that's, today. That's impressive. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I went ahead of them and didn't follow. That'd be, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to do a quick break. Thanks, Mark, for joining us. We appreciate it. Good luck to the Jets this season. We'll be following you. And uh, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Game on Hockey on 104.7 and the mighty 790 KF with Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn. Take a quick break. We're hoping that Eddie Belfort will be joining us, the Hockey Hall of Famer, to talk about his final shift in a UND hockey jersey. Take a break. We'll be back after this message on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Good afternoon and welcome to the Ralph Engelstead Arena on the campus of the University of North Dakota. UND hockey, Holy Cross versus UND, play-by-play call tonight by Tim Hennessy. It starts at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show, 6.30. You're listening to Game on Hockey on the Mighty 790 KFGO and 104.7 FM. And the student section, Scott, is filling up. And I know that's one of your favorite things last weekend when you were here watching the student section uh, start to fill up and the excitement that starts to come with that audience into the arena. The most interesting part was is nobody else is there. So there's two, three, three full sections behind the, the benches yep. that are full and there's nobody else in the building. And you start to think, is that all that's coming? And then mm-hmm. as the evening progresses, the place fills up and there's 11, what, 11,658? Is that the number? I believe that's in that ballpark. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? And this segment is brought to you by the Golf Center in Grand Forks. Has been in business for over 35 years. I recently received 2021 Golf Digest prestigious Top 100 Fitters in America Award. They will custom fit all clubs, including PXG, Titleist, Ping, and TaylorMade. This is the best time of the year to get the fitting for new clubs to be ready for next year. And they have bargains on drivers from last year to next year. You know the whole story. Now's the time to start buying hockey or hockey gear, golf gear. Uh, if you've been playing the gear, you've been playing all summer, your swing is in the best place it's going to be. So fitting is ideal right now. Get ready for next season. Uh, get those clubs for 2023. Also, one more thing, ping drivers are on sale as well. Give Brian or the, guy, or the guys at the golf center. Uh, a call, 3001 South Columbia Road in Grand Forks, or call them at 701-775-0011 as we sit and wait for, hopefully, Ed Belfort to get in touch with us, and um, he's not here yet, but we've got a lot of other things to talk about. Scott, uh, to brief the subject of, well, you put a bunch of people in charge of things, and sometimes things go awry, and Hockey Canada is an example of that, isn't it? The first thing I want to do before I get to that, that terrible, terrible yeah. story, maybe a lot yeah. of people um, in your area don't even know about yet. Um, when you're watching the game tonight, look for a friend of mine, plays for Holy Cross. His name is Matt Shatsky. Matt's a tremendous story. Um, didn't really, was a high school player. Wasn't even a star in, in Winnipeg when he was a kid and got a break here, got a break there. Went out and played for the Brooks Bandits, which is a really good club in the Alberta junior league and got himself a scholarship to Holy Cross. So he's a six foot one defenseman. Um, I don't know what number Matt wears. Let me see if I can check it. Shatsky's Matt wears number 14. And so if you see Matt tonight, say hi. We're, we're, we're cheering for him up here in Winnipeg. Now, up here in Canada, Hockey Canada has been the um, ruler of ice hockey in this country for as long as I've been alive. It used to be the Canadian Amateur Hockey Association, changed its name to Hockey Canada. And last year we found out 
that they had been taking the registration money that kids pay, that the, the, the provincial organizations take from kids' registrations, send that money to Calgary where the Canadian, where Hockey Canada is located. And instead of using it to build kids' hockey in the country, which they always said they would do, they took the money and they put it in a slush fund to pay out settlements to young women who are sexually assaulted by members of Canada's national junior men's hockey team. Uh, it has been terribly ugly up here. It's now on a number of seven settlements, $7.9 million. Um, and then just last week, we found out that there was a second slush fund for provincial team members who did the same thing as national team members, and they had to pay out settlements to young women and their families. So there has been a call in this country to completely break down Hockey Canada, take it apart, get everybody to resign, get everybody out of there who's in Calgary, and rebuild it from the bottom up. And that's the call today. It got even worse yesterday when the new chairman of the board, a woman named Andrea Skinner, um, spoke before the House of Commons here in Winnipeg, which is like a, a congressional hearing, yep. exactly the same thing, and basically said, there's nothing wrong with Hockey Canada. It's people trying to do good things. And if you break down Hockey Canada, the lights in the arenas won't even stay on. <laughs> which, of course, caused all of these angry people to laugh out loud because now you think you're that important. So the call has been coming over the last 24 hours. All of their sponsors are hitting the highway. Nike went today. They lost Canadian Tire. They lost Tim Hortons on the men's team, but Tim Hortons is going to continue to support the women's team, which I think is a good thing to do. I agree. Um, but they've lost just a load of sponsors. Roger's a big sponsor. Um, Scotiabank has paused its sponsorships, but the reality is, is the thing is coming apart at the seams. And in Canada, we have to break down Hockey Canada, have everybody there right now resign en masse, and start over. And that's the Ooh. only way this is going to work. Uh, scandal hits uh, whenever there's a lot of money and, and power. Exactly. And know. there's a lot of money involved in Hockey Canada. Alone, the World Junior Championship is worth millions every year to Hockey yeah. Canada. And to think that they've been using that to, to settle lawsuits for sexual assault has made everybody in this country pretty sick. I see Eddie Belfour is uh, joining us on the Zoom. His, his uh, camera's not turned on, but uh, I can see that he's joining us. And this uh, this segment brought to you by the Sioux Shop at the Ralph Englishead Arena. Get ready for the upcoming hockey season in style. Visit the Sioux Shop inside REA or the all-new SiouxShop.com. Great selection of jerseys, quarter zips, hoodies, and more, plus your headquarters for exclusive USA Hockey Hall of Fame game gear in Vegas coming up here at the end of the month. Also featuring UND football, basketball, volleyball, as well as soccer t-shirts and more. The REA also has a lot of the good things going on. Friends and family ticket four packs available at REA box office and Ticketmaster. Purchase four to nine tickets for only $10 each. So come to this beautiful facility, see the rink, and uh, get an opportunity to watch some great things. So with that, I see Ed's name on the screen. Ed Belfour, are you there? I am. How are you doing, Travis? Okay. Eddie, hit right, your camera. Bottom left corner. Now I can't hear you. Everybody wants to see you. There you are. Oh, there he is. There's Ed Belfour. Hey. All right. Go ahead, Scott. Fire away. Come on, guys. Hey, Ed. Hey, sorry I'm late. 
I uh, I was uh, in the car there trying to rush home as soon as possible. Microphone. I drove drove in from uh, Missouri. That's a long drive. Yeah, about a seven hour drive. How's the liquor business? Tell us. I'm so fascinated after last year's show. How's the liquor yeah. business? Yeah, it's 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 doing great, and that's what I've I've been uh, in in Missouri. I've just been going back and forth to to Missouri, trying to set things up there. Um, uh, I plan on moving to Missouri, and um, you know, there's uh, just some really good things going on in Missouri. <laughs> so, oh wow! Hey. Can't tell you everything right now, but uh, soon, to, soon to come, there'll be some great news. Hey, no, tell are you we going to get Gulf War spirits in Canada? That's my question. That's the next question. But tell you what, guys, we're going to put a pause on this. Ed, we're going to take a, a quick break. We have a commercial break. We have to get in. When we come back. The conversation with Ed Belfort, the final skate, Ralph Engelstead Arena. I turned the camera to show where Ed will be flying around the rink next week. You're listening to the game on hockey on the Mighty 790, KFG on 104.7 FM. And welcome back to the Ralph Engelstead Arena. You're listening to Game on Hockey on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 FM. And it's our absolute pleasure. And my partner Scott and I have been looking forward to this for quite a while. Ed Belfort gets to join us. And Ed, uh, a week away from the final skate, just tell me what your training regimen has been getting ready for that final skate yeah i've been running hills climbing mountains you know iron <laughs> hey you know play the whole first period right if i do well play maybe a bit. exactly right go ahead scott fire away Are you play goal or left wing <laughs> i play defense now do you yeah yeah you like that position? I always thought goalies wanted to be goal scorers. I actually play in defense. You can, you know, I always, my instincts are to protect the goal. I mean, I was born with that. But being a defenseman, you know, you can roam up there and, you know, get to play and have some fun. I'm in good enough shape to get time. So uh, I enjoy both ends of the ice. Now, <laughs> okay. Well, I want next weekend. Wait one second, Travis. I, I need this yep. question answered. This question yep. is. When are you bringing Belfour Spirits to Canada? Well, I'm hoping to get up there now that the, the borders are open, October 1st. Um, we're hoping sometime next year we can start bringing our products to, to Canada. You know, we've had a lot of fans support from Canada and, and asking us when we're going to be there. As soon as we can get there, we will. There's obviously a few uh, governmental hoops to jump through, but uh, we'll make that happen. And will you be doing that? Uh, I'll find you one. There you go. <laughs> and will you be doing anything in Grand Forks next weekend so we can set the table for those folks who want to get up and get an autograph bottle? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we'll be at Happy Harry's, uh, Bright Spot. Um, the, we always try to get by and say hi to everybody we can. It's hard to, to get to every store, but we're definitely going to try and, and and see some folks and sign some bottles. Um, you know, get the the blue line there. Uh, always enjoy that. Um, and um, you know, just it's always such a great feeling to come back to work. Always love it. What time? What time? When do you arrive? You be in town Thursday, Friday before the Saturday skate, or when? What, what your schedule will be? I think I, think I come in Tuesday. Oh, and wow. yeah, so. Um, we're, I, I think the guys got me set up for playing uh, Wednesday night with them in men's. 
<laughs> Looking forward to playing with some of the fellas there, Cobes and Howie and, and Johnson, those guys and Bowie. And, you know, um, sounds like they got a big club, but uh, I always enjoy being the fellas. And, and, you know, when we had in there, we all got out and skated together. Yeah, be, those events are always the That'll be pretty awesome. Hey, Ed, we're short on time. We're glad you could join us. We'll look forward to seeing you next weekend. You'll be up here, interview between periods on uh, the regular broadcast of Fighting Hawks Hockey. Safe travels. We'll see you soon, my friend. You mean, you mean Fighting Sioux Hockey? Come on. <laughs> well, okay. Bye, Ed. <laughs> Bye, Love you guys. Ed. Take care. Take care, my friend. Well, it was a short visit, Scott, but what a what a great show. I sure appreciate the, all the efforts. The noise in the background. Well, they're getting things set up here. Uh, yeah. The mighty the rink on the mighty seven. There, look at that. Look at that. Ed Belfort will be flying around there next week. That's right. Can't wait. <laughs> In a week. Absolutely. Well, Scott, any final thoughts? Uh, this has been a great show. Thanks to Mark Chipman. He was tremendous. You don't get Mark on the radio very often. I'm really thrilled that we were able to have him on. Um, Eddie Belfort, I'll have on anytime. Anytime he wants to come on, because I want to hear more about the distilling business. Uh, hockey, we talk about all the time. But the businesses that he's in now fascinates me, and I want to have a nice long discussion about the distilling business. Hey, we, can that, we can do that anytime you want. Absolutely. We'll do this again another time. That's absolutely right. We're running out of time now, Ed. But I uh, tell you what, for Polly Lines, who runs things back in the studio, all Eric and Johnson, uh, you know, those guys do a fabulous job to make this happen. It's a little bit different doing it from the Ralph, but it's sure been a lot of fun. Hey, by the way, there's uh, the guys getting ready for the broadcast right now. There's the ambiance of the rink. We appreciate you listening as you're driving up from Fargo to, to Grand Forks to watch the game. For awesome. Scott Taylor, Travis Dunn, Ed Belfour, Mark Chipman, for all of us who make this happen each and every week, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the pregame show with Tim Hennessy, Fighting Hawks slash Fighting Sue Hockey for Ed Belfour. Go Sue! Go Sue. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> This is Travis Dunn for Scott Taylor signing off. Stay tuned for the pregame show on the Mighty 790 KFGO and 104.7 FM. Turn up the treble, radical mind, day and night all the time. 714, wise, divine, maniac, brainiac, winning the game. I'm the lyrical Jesse James.